Welcome to Care AfriCast, the show that takes you behind the scenes of care in East, Central, and Southern Africa, an international humanitarian organization dedicated to fighting global poverty and providing relief to those in need. I am your host, Kelly Muthusi, and I'm thrilled to have you join us on this journey. Let's get started. Welcome to Connie. Thank you very much, Kelly. It's an honor to be here. Great. So to start us off, please introduce yourself and a fun fact about you. Okay, so I am Chikondi Chaukutamkawa. I am with the CARE Southern Africa office. I am the regional advocacy advisor. I'm based in Lilongwe, Malawi. One fact about me, I love hiking. Um, it's it's a tough sport, but I think I just like challenging things yeah. that challenge my body. So hiking, swimming, mm. but hiking comes number one. Yeah, yeah. nice. That's, that's really nice. <laughs> and if you really want more information, she's on Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia itself. Um, so thank you for joining us and taking your time to discuss and tackle climate change. Thank you. I'm honored to be here and humbled. Yeah. yeah. So in the previous episode, we looked at the basic definitions of climate change. What are some of the impacts of climate change in Africa? So the, the whole debate of is Africa receiving special impacts from the rest of the world has been proved by science. The international uh, reports, the research, the IPCC, has clearly uh, demonstrated that Africa is facing higher uh, in heat levels, mm. uh, in terms of the intensity of cyclones, intensity of droughts, we are more, like we are three, maybe two times more than the other continents. Mm. Uh, when it even comes to some of the islands that even surround the African continent, that is also where we're seeing uh, the impacts more, such as Madagascar and other small islands that are you know, within the continent. So some of the impacts that we have seen are, one, I think there is an issue of undernutrition because there is long-term impacts on how food is produced. Some foods are disappearing uh, because of the changing in climate. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we have seen an, a huge caseload of undernutrition, malnutrition within the continent, mm -hmm. especially within Eastern Southern Africa. Mm -hmm. The second thing that we have seen is it has impacts on health. So there's been new diseases that have been coming up, more cases uh, coming up also due to, to climate change. When it comes to food security, I'm coming from where we have just been faced by Cyclone uh, Freddy. So the whole of Southern Africa, the food basket has drastically reduced. We have tried to do winter cropping, but it's just not enough to cover. So there's reduced crop available for food consumption, including even for livestock consumption. The other aspect that we are seeing is the, the aspect of water water availability because there's droughts that are coming in so water is becoming scarce and also we saw a boom in cholera cases within parts of southern africa and with climate change the the, the, the cholera rates went up because there was flooding that was involved so there's a lot and then there's also for our colleagues in mozambique namibia south africa even i think in kenya you have coral reefs and we have seen that there's been a degradation of coral reefs. 
uh, and most of the fishery stocks, most of the protective ecosystems is disappearing. Um, even in inland freshwater bodies in, in Malawi, Tanzania, Uganda, we have seen that decline in terms of water, a uh, fish stock, just because the, the temperatures are high and then some of the species cannot adapt to those conditions. So those, those I've talked more on the food aspect, but you know, when cyclones come, they destroy infrastructure, they destroy schools. So we have seen roads disappearing, money that was meant for development being sidelined to cater for response needs when emergencies strike. We have seen um, education being disturbed. So when we are trying to attain sustainable development goals, climate change is pulling us back by so much and countries are unable to cope with those impacts. We all want to be developed. We all want good life, but the good quality life is being hard to reach because of climate change. Because no matter how much you push, climate change is pushing you five steps backwards. That's what I could say. Yeah, it, it really impacts all facets of life if you think about it. Everything is being impacted by, by climate change. Yeah, interesting insights to really know how much um, impact there is. Um, even in Kenya right now, we are facing longer droughts and it is affecting food insecurity and even more so in other countries as well. Mm -hmm. So climate-induced migration is becoming a, press a pressing issue in some of uh, the regions in Africa. Mm. How can we develop strategies to address the needs of climate refugees? and foster uh, international cooperation in dealing with climate-induced migration? That's a very interesting question. We just had a conversation about migration and we say that migration is a right. If you want to move, you can move. You don't have to be restricted. Mm -hmm. But what is happening is people are being forced mm -hmm. to move because of climate change. If your village has disappeared, we saw villages disappearing when Cyclone Idai happened in Zimbabwe and Mozambique. You cannot live there. There are borders all over where there were houses. So you were forced to move. In areas where you, you used to thrive with your rice production, it's being all flooded year in, year out. You are forced to move. So there's like you're, you're being forced out of your homes. And for us as Africans, you know, we hold those heritage rights. Yeah. Like there's so much connection to the ground, yeah. to the soil where you come from. And all that is being lost uh, because we have to move. I myself have experienced this uh, firsthand. Where, where I come from, my village, the house that my mother grew up in, has been pushed left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. With Cyclone Freddy, my uncle who was holding fort had to move. Mm -hmm. He had to relocate to a new area. Mm -hmm. So we have actually lost all that history that we used to have. When I was a kid, I used to go and play in, in, in my grandfather's garden. They have all gone because of cyclones. Yeah. So what should we do? I think the aspect that we need there's need for acceptance in, in, in areas where we are relocating. 
because this is not a choice. This is a forced migration. So the aspect of making it easier for those that are relocating, making sure that services that were available are made available to those areas because most people don't even want to move because they probably had a closer distance to school, mm. closer distance to hospital, and you are being forced to move to an area where there is nothing. So what we are asking is, let's have those services available. Let's have it easier. So there have to be policies in place to say, these areas are considered like no longer habitable. We would ask um, for investment into relocation and make it very easy for the communities that move. People want to move, but in, in our case, we have seen that some people go back because when they move, they find that life is harder there. They can't farm. Their livelihood is all gone. So they would rather go back and then they will hit again. If they are unfortunate, they will die with the climatic impacts. That's how serious this thing is. Death is like on top of the agenda when it comes to climatic impacts. So to survive, it's about survival. So let's make it easier for survival. In the simplest of terms, let's have policies that make it easier for survival. Let's have acceptance in the communities that uh, people are relocating into and really provide that space for thriving um, and yeah, for good development and recovery for communities that are being displaced. That concludes another insightful episode of Care AfriCast. Don't forget to subscribe for more enriching conversations and stay informed on the issues that matter. Let's continue to raise awareness, foster dialogue, and work towards a more sustainable and resilient future. Stay tuned for the next episode. Until then, take care.